Hello, and welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I am Jessen. I'm Juliet. And today we're doing something a little bit different than our normal book reviews. This mm-hmm. is going to be our first mini-sode, <laughs> where we're going to talk about things that aren't technically like books. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. other sort types of media or even books that aren't in the romance genre, I guess, if we want right. to fangirl over um, a hot hero or right. a lovely heroine. But today, the subject of our first mini-sode is going to be this phenomena <laughs> that happened during 2018, Hot Dumbledore, <laughs> yes, a.k.a. Jubal. <laughs> so many hashtags to go along with this yeah. casting. So I just wanted to do a little a podcast on the awesome heroes in the HP universe Mm -hmm. and especially focusing on the Fantastic Beast series since that's the one that's currently, you know, in production right Right. now. We just recently saw the second one, the Crimes of Grindelwald movie together. We went, you know, have our little night out (laughs) and I repped my Slytherin house, House Slytherin, because we're both House Slytherin. Yes. (laughs) Which (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, people, we did not plan it or try to. No, I remember when you like, went to tell me quizzies. to take my Pottermore quiz. Yeah, because I was so curious. I'm like, okay, if I'm a Slytherin, I'm like, and she hadn't has told me. She's like, just see. And I knew mm-hmm. I was going to be a Gryffindor. I was like, I just ha-. or I, well, you know what I thought I was going to be a Ravenclaw. I thought I was going to be Ravenclaw. I thought I was going to be Ravenclaw too. But I think that that was just like, I think whenever you think about the stereotypes in the houses <laughs> right. and stuff, and it's like Ravenclaw is bookish, and we love reading books. <laughs> yes. Honestly, there you go. After. I was sorted into Slytherin. I'm like ambitious, cunning. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm like, I am totally yeah. that. And I am trying to get more, you know, nuanced portrayals of <laughs> Slytherins. I, right. I want it so bad. There was actually in another Facebook group that I'm a part of um, that's huge HP nerds um, for another podcast, Binge Mode, Binge that Mode. I love. I love them. Um, fellow Slytherins and I were coming up with ways that. JK could have introduced like some um, good Slytherins yeah, into some the mix. Positive and people heroes. Are like, oh, but Snape. I'm like, okay. But <laughs> I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about, right. you know, people, Harry and. Because they're all Draco and, Malfoy and like right, exactly. his I'm like, minions. Okay, so Slytherin is just a bigoted racist house. That's so I know, disappointing. Come on. But whatever. I digress. Let's get back to Hot Dumbledore. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> back to Hot Dumbledore. On the house. Okay, so whenever this casting happened, I was like, Jude, Jude Law, Law? In, in Harry Potter, and I wasn't quite sold on it. And then the first trailer came out, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I needed to fan myself because oh, yeah. I was floored by how delicious Jude Law looked as Dumbledore. And I have got to say, after watching Crimes of Grindelwald, mm-hmm. he is my favorite Dumbledore performance. Um, yeah. Richard Harris, we only had him for two right. movies, and right. he was very, very old. And honestly... He was a little more grandfatherly. Right. And you know? he... He lacked the calm. I mean, he had the calm manner that Dumbledore was known for in the books, as opposed to Gambon. Right? <laughs> Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? He, he screamed in the movie. I'm like, what was? What is this? Okay, Sorry, but anyway. <laughs> so Gambon was not my um, favorite, but yeah. um, he was. Well, I really love him cool. in some things. He was really cool fighting Voldemort. Yes. Um, in Order of the Phoenix, oh, and I God. don't think that Richard Harris could have pulled that off. Yeah, with and his that's age. one of my favorite scenes, actually. In oh, it's all beautiful! The movies. It's, it's absolutely one of my beautiful. But I feel like Jude Law 
does everything that Dumbledore is described to be right, in, the, in books. the books. He has mm-hmm. like this like mischievous quality, this calm um, manner, mm-hmm. and also the twinkle in his eye. Yes. They always say that in the book. He has this twinkle in his eye, and I feel that like Dumbledore has it. Oh mm-hmm. my god, he has it. He just has this energy, and I'm here for it. And just let's. It is that, all the you time. know what it is to me? It's that calm, controlled intelligence mm-hmm. that we see over and over again, mm-hmm. like you said in the books. And in, Jude Law, he encompasses like all but of that. But he's also like kind of playful and yes. a mischievous. Like he does yes. it all. It's amazing. Little so scampy. I'm just saying, favorite <laughs> casting, possibly? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was my favorite part of Crimes of Grindelwald. And I wish that we had him in more scenes. Yeah. So. What are some of the um, other uh, names they're yes, calling in? I, so <laughs> there was a couple names in the Benjamo podcast that they come up with. And um, hashtag Dumble Daddy and hashtag Yumbledore is happening, guys. Because he is thing. so hot it's, it's in those thing. three-piece suits. Oh, my gosh. He sits his little bubble butt on that desk. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Justin, lusting over Dumbledore. <laughs> I, I am, and I'm like, is it weird to be lusting over Dumbledore, the wizened, no. well, the wizard, powerful I'm like, yeah, but, wizard? But I'm like, come on, he's he's absolutely delicious. That Dumble booty, oh yeah, is fine. And he was looking great in the mirror of Erised scene. Yes. He has this like, little curl like draped on his shoulder, um, on his forehead, and I was like. Mm. I should just, you know, we need Dumbledore in a romance novel now. Oh, we need, like, I move totally. <laughs> hey, if anyone knows of any hot Dumbledore, young Dumbledore fanfics, send send them my way because I will yep. read them. I will read the hell out of those. <laughs> okay, going into that, I honestly, I really liked Colin Farrell as just an actor in the first Fantastic Beast, like just right. him being Graves. Yeah. I really like, I feel like he fit in with the world and I just liked his demeanor in it. Yeah, and I love honestly, if I'm being honest, and there's a reason why, I would have believed Jude Law, Todd Dumbledore, would be more attracted to Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell than right. Johnny Depp because someone said that Johnny Depp like he somebody like said he looked like the what? poster child for Hot Topic or whatever, <laughs> Halloween Hot Topic. And I was like, yeah. He just went, like, super flamboyant with, like, the albino skin and the white hair and the eye that would never... I, don't you know what? I liked him in, in the very opening when he had the long hair much better. Mm-hmm. As soon as he like did the well, shave he thing, kind of great, like crazy. Yeah, it looked crazy. Like he looked but like, it could have been if it was more tamed. Like after he'd gotten free and gotten cleaned yeah, up. Yeah, I just the prison. don't. I just wouldn't see the attraction <clears throat> between Jude Law and yeah. um, because if y'all don't know that, but that's the a younger thing. <laughs> the younger characters that were. Um, that you see in the Mirror of Erised mm-hmm. scene, Jamie Campbell yes. Bauer was young That's Grindelwald, what I was and say. I love him as young Grindelwald. Yes. He has this very, yes. very interesting energy. Both about him. of the young Dumbledore and Grindelwald in the Mirror yeah. scene, I like very them. believable when they're doing like the whole, you know, the blood s- bond. The blood bond. Yeah, scene. I was like sexual, sexual tension energy is like being thrown around. It was really well here. done. It was really yeah, well it done. It was, and I, I honestly it. wish we got more of like that some relationship flashback scenes with yes. those characters. Yes, like I absolutely with the younger wish. actors. I really wish that we had. And that it. was Honestly, what I was going to say is like my favorite scene. Some of my, I mean, I have a, quite a few, but mm-hmm. some of my very favorite scenes. Every one of them, Dumbledore was in. You know yeah, what I mean? I wish he was in more. And I think that this is where the problem with um, the Fantastic Beast series is coming into is mm-hmm. I feel like 
Newt and Fantastic Beast should be one series, and Grindelwald yes. and Dumbledore should be another series. Yes. And I kind of like how they inter- how Newt's involved in some things. Is he necessary? Technically, not really. Yeah, um, it really, you're I right. I feel like it's if really they wanted not. to do like a mashup, like the final movie, mm-hmm. them have like a culmination, and they both like in- are intertwined. Like their storylines mm-hmm. could be like weaving in and out of each other, but have a separate yeah. series because. Newt, the, central... the tone of Newt scenes are mm-hmm. very playful. Like he's licking the damn sidewalk, and it is right. hilarious. He like he's has the this magical relief, gold dust you know? that's everywhere. He opens his, his briefcase. Is like I want to cuddle the niffler. niffler comes out. <laughs> his beasts are so adorable, and I wanted more of that. But I felt like that was a totally different tone than the whole Grindelwald. It was very serious, very right. dark, very and that's foreboding. just it. It's very and that's all very different from like when we follow Harry Potter. The mm-hmm. story is all following Harry Potter's life. He is right. he is you know, mm-hmm. quintessentially woven into the fabric of that right. story with Voldemort. You just Voldemort, follow that one you know? character and it right. grounds and you. And this just and I feels feel very like, separate, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, right. So I do think that the casting is amazing. And because the casting's so amazing, I yeah. want more of it. I want mm-hmm. more of him. Yeah. He's just amazing. So let's go move on to Newt because we just were talking about how funny he was in this movie. <laughs> okay, so Newt is not your typical leading man. He's not. He is has this you know vulnerability to him definitely and he doesn't make eye contact a lot of people kind of throw out their um is nude on the autism spectrum right. and i'm like i could totally see it I could nobody see confirmed it or anything yeah. but i could it's definitely not like see a, it. a label but definitely yeah right He's got that. Uh, he at least, if he's not, quality. then he just exhibits some qualities that you do find on the autism mm-hmm. spectrum. But he's a man who loves animals, <clears throat> and a man who loves animals to me is always attractive. So, <laughs> right. yeah, I was like, yeah, you've so got hot. a soft heart. Yes, he <laughs> does, and obviously Tina thinks so. And in the Crimes of Grindelwald movie, Bunty, his assistant, is low key panting over Newt, <laughs> wanting to see him shirtless. That was so cute. She it goes, "You so want to take adorable. your shirt off?" And he's like, "No, it'll dry off fast enough." And I was like, he, "She wants to see you that naked, was, my dude." I know. He, I I I just started laughing. I'll crack it was up at that. Right, and I want more scenes like that because mm-hmm. it was beautiful. And mm-hmm. obviously, if Lita, the beautiful Zoe Kravitz, you know, had feelings for Newt one time, there's right. there's attractive qualities about Newt. Definitely, and even though he's not. I love Eddie Red- Redmayne as an as as an actor. I mm-hmm. love everything yeah, that too. he's in. But physically, he's not what I'm normally attracted to. But his he's personality, more of a beta hero. <laughs> yeah, his personality is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I loved what they did with him in Crimes of Grindelwald because he's obviously a very accomplished wizard. Because they were asking him to join the Oro's office. Right, his brother Theseus was like the head, or he was in the department. I'm not sure if he was the head or not. I can't remember. Yeah, he seems to be at least the head of like I don't know a division yes. in the Oro office. Right, because yeah. he was the one in charge at the end- mm-hmm. ending scene. Yeah, so they wanted him to join it, and so obviously he's very accomplished. But he chooses to spend his time with these animals so i am totally at, I'm, I'm here for a man who is passionate about you know animals right and and he's just very caring other he's a very caring compassionate person i love i love that empathetic quality mm-hmm. that he has for both humans and his creatures is so adorable yeah <laughs> you want to talk about the scene in the movie oh. <laughs> where he tries to tell tina how he like feels it was so <laughs> when he adorable. starts trying to describe her eyes yes <laughs> oh He's my like, gosh it was so cute i like whenever he jacob was like well just 
tell her what's in your heart. And, yeah. and she and he like gets this dreamy look and he and he says, <laughs> She has the eyes of a salamander. <laughs> Eyes like a salamander. He goes, like, whatever you no, say, don't, don't say, say that. Don't say that. Whatever you say, do not say. But I thought it was really cute whenever he was trying to not say it. And then Tina she get, knew yes! what he was going to say. I'm like, yes. girl, you know him. I know. When are you getting yeah. married? They're kindred spirits. It's so cute. I mean. I thought he's just so quirky and I love it. Yeah. Love he's it, a love super it, love quirky. He, but he is. And he has a hero. You know, he, he does. Um, you know, save the day. Um, in he's the one that moments. disarmed Grindelwald yeah, in Fantastic Beast One with his <laughs> um swooping evil creature, which I wanted more of that swooping evil creature because he was cool looking. Like oh, bat yes. dragon thingy that Chinese yo yo uh, bat dragon dragon thing was <laughs> yeah. amazing. I loved him. Like Newt, just like, like crazy of the wrist, tail. He was like, <laughs> disarmed Grindelwald. Yes. Awesome. Grindelwald. I'm sorry, I did not do the emphasis on his name, but anyway, <laughs> okay, we cannot talk about Newt without talking about his bromance with Jacob Kowalski. Oh, he's so adorable! What a sweetheart! I love his character. He was one of my favorites, also from Fantastic Beast One. I came away just absolutely endeared. Yeah, with Jacob. Yeah, he is me. If I was in the magical, if I got introduced <laughs> to the magical world as like a human, I would be Jacob. Just like yeah. absolutely amazed, absolutely just like loving all of it. Right, and, and the way that he loves whenever Queenie cooks for him, and he's just like, oh yeah, <laughs> bring me that strudel. <laughs> yes, so I love cute. it. He is so adorable, and I just like his jovial personality. Yeah, and it's so funny that he's, like, you know, enamored with the wizard world. Reminds me mm-hmm. of, like, Arthur Weasley enamored with the muggle world, you know? Oh, my gosh, know? you're so right. It's just, like, the... Ki- if those two got yeah. together, if they, weren't imagine? In, if they weren't in completely different decades, Yes, if they those two Arthur got together, I, I love it. I feel like Arthur would get a lot more cleared up if he could ask Jacob some I know. things. What, what is the purpose of a rubber duck? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love him so much. And yeah. I love um and his relationship with Queenie is adorable, <laughs> you know. So freaking adorable. I love the ending scene with Fantastic Beast where Queenie just walks in, she's hopeful and he's mm-hmm. like the little smile at the end and he remembered her. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Yes. I don't want to talk about what happens yeah, we won't in spoil Crimes too much. Grindelwald. <laughs> Not that I don't want to spoil it cuz spoilers guys, I mean, come on. Yeah. But it's just I didn't like what they did with Queenie. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we did have that discussion. Yes. It was sad. <laughs> yeah. It was sad. I just didn't think that they treated her right. But yeah, whatever. her character had a yeah. different spin Mm-mm. than we'd Okay, before. so I wanted to talk about Theseus. Theseus. Commander. We did mention him. I love Theseus. Um, what did you think of before seeing the movie? Like whenever you just saw the trailer or... Right. Well, for me, so it's... I- I the first time I heard about Theseus Commander was actually that poster that they sent mm-hmm. out before the trailer, and it was yeah. just the whole cast. And Theseus was sitting by Lita Lestrange, and and you could like hover over their picture, and it was like Theseus Commander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you found out that that was Newt's brother, and that he was engaged to Lita Lestrange through that picture. And so I was like, hmm, yeah. Like, what was your first impression just hearing about like just looking at him and just knowing that he's Newt's brother and he's with Lita Lestrange, who was. I thought he was going to be this overbearing, know-it-all, you know, super alpha kind of guy. I I even, well, and this is not. I was prepared to not like him. I was prepared to not like him. And this is definitely not a super alpha guy. But it made me think again of um, 
Percy Weasley. Oh, yeah. You know, in the Harry Potter world where he was like completely devoted to the Ministry of Magic, mm-hmm. never listened to his family or Harry right. Potter or anything. So that's what you, you know. were expecting. And so I really Percy. was expecting him to be that kind of character. Like and, know it all, like right. above yes, you. Yes, like I'm above you. You need to listen I to me. That I thought he know would everything. look down on Newt a lot too. Yes. Like I was expecting. And I was very much surprised. Awful things from Theseus and he absolutely surprised me yeah, he ended up I being one of my favorite characters he was one of the only characters that really just like threw me for a loop like with <laughs> yeah. expectation wise because okay we knew grindelwald was bad i mean we know that dumbledore yeah. was in love with him whenever he was young but we, right. we know he is bad right and then we know lita lestrange broke um newt's heart so we know that that wasn't quite nice of her <laughs> right what are you doing and now she's engaged to his heart? brother <laughs> yeah and so uh, that was one of the things that we dinged from the movie that i was like where what, what is what, that what happened like yeah. how did mm-hmm. how did lita go from newt to theseus and i don't know it wasn't clear if no, they ever even not. dated or if they were just super best friends yeah or not that was very unclear with the movie but um theseus one of the first things that we see he's very concerned for newt mm-hmm. and he's trying to help his brother get his privileges reinstated so that he can leave the country mm-hmm. <laughs> he wants to travel again and he's like trying to help him and he knows newt's personality and he's like newt just don't be i love like the way he are. to me he seems to be a such a good big brother. brother like yes. when he's talking to him outside the ministry mm-hmm. you know and he's like look i'm trying to do this for your own good and he's like approaching him in a way physically mm-hmm. like he knows that newt has these quirks like mm-hmm. doesn't really want to be touch doesn't you know like those well, kinds of this except is a he's <laughs> funny thing whenever he was whenever they're in the paris ministry yes. of magic and tina sees theseus and he was like, like that's, your brother? that's my brother and he's a hugger and he's a hugger you know <laughs> Funny. so beautiful and i it loved because you could tell in that opening scene where he hugs him and and mm-hmm. you know Newt's Newt's just like sitting stiff, there like not hugging back oh just like God. letting it happen and yes, just like, like yeah. my brother has to do this yeah like he this is who my brother is right i'm just gonna let him do this i love that i so do too theseus loves newt and he yeah, is affectionate he really does. towards newt he I loved wants it. to hug him all the time and i'm like I love their relationship. I, I thought it was, it was their brotherly beautiful. relationship was really, really an awesome surprise. I'm glad the writers did it that way. Mm-hmm. I am too. Because. I'm glad they surprised me. I, I feel <laughs> like, you know, the older brother who's like with the aura office and yes, the ministry, and it's been done before. Exactly. Like the, with well, Ron. That's, maybe that's Ron why I was, was always, expecting it. Yeah. You know? Ron was always jealous of his older brothers. Right. You know, Charlie's with the dragons mm-hmm. and, um. Bill is this awesome, cool dude that's a curse breaker. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. And Ron just always felt intimidated. And so I'm glad that we get a different kind of relationship. Yeah. Um, with and I the tension the tension with Newt and Theseus was more in Newt just doesn't believe in the drastic measures that the the, the ministry are taking because it floored me. Floored me, Juliet, whenever we saw the Aurors use the killing curse. Like, it yes. was nothing. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, no, good guys. I'm like, good guys are using the killing curse what just like, happened? indiscriminately? Yeah. It was nuts. And I'm not talking about the guy who's supposed to be working with the ministry, but he's obviously wa- yeah. working with Grindelwald. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the actual Aurors. Like, he used the killing curse. Like, that was his first curse that he threw out. And I was like, what? I know. <laughs> so, what is going on here? We understand, I understand why Newt 
does not want to support right. the ministry. He can't, and he's then, not going to uh, work with then them. Then there's this whole thing where he just doesn't want to pick sides and stuff like that. But also, not picking a side is picking a side. Doing nothing <laughs> is a choice. You know Thank what I'm saying? You. It yes. is a choice yes. to do nothing. I agree with that. I'm glad that he changed in the end. He did tell Theseus yes. at the end, I, I chose my side. But um, that was also like, kind of a surprise. Yeah, you know, I to like me. Theseus's. Um, attitude of well, i'm staying in the ministry obviously because if there's no good guys in there mm-hmm. then how are we going to turn the tide we, exactly how are we going to change the way things done if all the good guys just leave exactly so i'm i'm loving theseus and i hope we get more of him especially since this i also didn't agree with this um <laughs> that sad ending that lita just <laughs> yeah. to exist at the end of this movie i'm like i thought we were like going somewhere with this whole I know. And then Newt gave him a hug. Yes. So (laughs) I'm just... Okay. Can we talk about this? Before Lita dies... Okay. She turns to both of them and says, I love you. Yes. So Newt and Theseus are right next to each other. Who is she saying it to? Is she saying it to Theseus? Is she saying it to Newt? I want to hear your take first. Okay. So I want to (laughs) believe... I'm torn on this. No, just tell me. But I want to believe she's telling Theseus... Because mm-hmm. that's the, she's engaged to him. Yeah. You know, I want to believe that she is a noble character, even with all of her flaws, mm-hmm. that she wasn't lying to Theseus all this time. Right. You know, that she really did love him and mm-hmm. she was telling him before she knew she was going to die. Yeah. You know, that that would be the one. What did you think? Okay. I also thought, I think that she was telling them both she loved them, but in different ways. I think that yeah. she was saying, I love you, Newt, but like a brother. Right. Like, I just wanted to let you know that I, I've always cared for you. And I know that things were weird because she does mention in her very first scene um how she and theseus kept inviting newt over for dinner and And he wouldn't wouldn't come come. yeah and so i feel like she it was kind of like her last words like hey i miss you i'm sure she missed their friendship because we do get the flashback scenes Mm -hmm. of um lita being bullied and harassed during uh, her time at hogwarts and that's how her friendship with newt uh struck up so i feel like she was telling newt that she loved him but i feel like it was a friendship type of love. Mm-hmm. And I do think that she was telling Theseus, I love you. Too. I, I agree with that. I don't I'm agree with, with her character dying. And because I don't either. For me, the self-sacrifice was unnecessary. I don't understand why she felt like she needed to do it. I don't either. Because I, they were fending a, off the fire well There enough. was a little confusion to me about the ending. I was so... I'm like, no, keep her. Why are you killing her? First of all, I love Zoe Kravitz. She's beautiful. Oh I love gosh. her she's purple dress stunning that she wears in that. The, I was like, oh my god. She is work stunning. It, girl. In this she's gorgeous. Movie. <laughs> and so now I'm sad. I'm like, no, bring her back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why did you do that? Yeah. Can I mention one oh, more? Oh, no. Yeah, mention. Um, mention away. One more very unlikely heroine in the story nagini oh where was nagini i was here for it i'm like oh my god okay so this woman who's cursed to eventually turn into an animal for the rest of her life story and i felt like we did not get anything with her i know i wanted so much more i'm like wait the entire time she's trying to pull credence you know Mm -hmm. like like don't go with the bad guys don't go with the bad guys she's like don't trust them you know Mm -hmm. And I just love that we see because you know we know Nagini from as Voldemort's, Voldemort's pet, pet and, Horcrux, and Horcrux, you know. <laughs> so it's very different that we see her in this vulnerable, beautiful. Yeah, we see woman. her literally eat people in HP. Yeah, 
Exactly. So. She is a villainess <laughs> in HP. And well, this, this one we see her very I differently. What I want to know is once they turn into an animal, do they retain human thoughts? Uh, that's what I was wondering, too. Because that was not explained at all. All it was said is that the blood curse that she has in her family <clears throat> was that eventually she turns into an animal enough that she will stay an animal, eventually never be able to turn back human. So we don't get a lot of Nikki. I feel like that's another reason why I want these two series to be separated. I feel like we could have done we could have done really gone deep into this movie and have some credence in it mm-hmm. and build up his character and mm-hmm. Nikini's character. Because that's really cool, and then too. that's how it could segue into the Grindelwald movies. I just feel like they brought out Grindelwald too early. Yeah. I feel like if we would have saved him for the last two movies, like, yeah, let him escape, and then I don't want to see him again for the rest of right. the movie. Like, go build up your army, and I don't want to see. Because, first of all, if we think about the timeline... It's 1927, I believe, in Crimes mm-hmm. of Grindelwald, and I know for a fact that the duel between him and Dumbledore happens in the 40s. So that is almost like 15 years left. Yeah. Um, so that's a long time. So they could have literally just not had Grindelwald in this movie at all, and mm-hmm. I would have been okay with it. I would have been okay with it being Newt and Credence, and then we build up Credence and Nagini more, because I feel mm-hmm. like neither of those characters really had a ton to do in this one. And yeah, and was, they were so fascinating. Yes, like, so completely. Like I just thought Nagini. It was to me. It was. And it was such a she cool, was, like you said, aspect. how she was pulling him back towards, yeah, like trying she to was, keep him. Exactly. She was like, like the the underdog who was mistreated. What was you know, her in that line circus. that she tells Credence before he joins Grindelwald in the blue fire flame ring? Thing? Oh my gosh! She said something to the effect of, um, "He knows who you were, but." Not who you not are. Not who you are. Like, yeah. right now, today. Yeah. Like, like we're, Credence we're... is so obsessed with where he came from. Yeah. And who he who he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's supposed to be because he, and he's Nagini obsessed with And Nagini and Credence, associ- they connect on such, like, intimate levels. Like, mm-hmm. they, they love each other and they know each other and are, like, the same kind of person. I wanted more of them together. Yeah. I really did. I really liked their energy that they it had. It was such movie. a fascinating story around just them, too. And it's like you said, like, I wanted more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wanted to know more of that. And I love this aspect of Nagini. You know, as we know, as the villain, a villain (laughs) in the future, you know, this young So, like, where does she go from? Yeah. Like, who was she even with after that? Like, I feel like she went outside. Like, now I'm just like, when did Voldemort get her? When did Tom Riddle? When did she meet Tom Riddle? You know, like. mentioned in Harry Potter, I'd really have to go back and go fact check myself. But I feel like he found her in the forest of Albania whenever he was not quite flesh again. I feel like so he didn't have her for a long time. She was like the last Horcrux that he actually made was Nagini. Right. So I don't know how that happened. And I want to know, did did he know that she was a maledictus? Yeah, that's the the other thing. I need to know things. I need to know. (laughs) We need this information. Answers, please. But it was was a cool, cool movie with lots of unlikely heroes and heroines. It was really cool. uh, Yes, just like we have some unlikely heroes in the Harry Potter books and Hello. movies, like Neville Longbottom. Yeah. First of all, 
I loved his arc throughout the whole series. He was just this, you know, forgetful. <laughs> this bumbling just, friend. Yes, bumbling, <laughs> always forgetting passwords yes. and just not very self-sufficient. And his self-esteem was very low. <laughs> and then he goes to book seven and he's like slicing off Nagini's head. Yes. <laughs> now <laughs> back to Nagini. But um, saving the day. Such the sword comes to a him. hero in his own right. And it's beautiful to see. Yes. Okay. Um, and I'll mention one more. More, and I know you have some debate oh, yeah. on this, Go for but it. another unlikely hero in the HP world is mm-hmm. Severus Snape, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say a lot about that? No, go for okay. it. Well, say stuff. Okay. So I just, okay. And I know they're like different, you know, yeah, ideas yeah, about yeah, Snape. Juliet. I will, I will give my piece after she gives hers. Okay. You just, you so, just go pro Snape for a minute. Okay. And a lot of people will say that he had, like, his devotion to Harry Potter was a very selfish um, devotion. It had nothing to do with Harry Potter, which may or may not be true. We'll never know. But I think his love for Lily was his sole inspiration for so many of his the things that he did. I agree that the only reason why he's helping, I mean, they even say in um, whenever the... Um, I think he comes to care for him, though. I really believe he comes to care for Harry Potter. And some people don't believe that. And I just love, like, that moment when he's dying, he's like, you really do have her eyes. To me, that was just, like, a connecting moment. Okay. Full disclosure, I still cry during (laughs) the movie whenever they have the flashback scenes. and Absolutely. Okay, I do love this this addition. They did not have this in the flashback scenes where um, Snape goes into the rubble and finds yes, Lily's body the, and hugs the it. The always scene. I freaking cry oh, yeah. during that scene every single time because, first of all, Alan Rickman is just Alan Rickman. Beautiful. Yeah, and, and maybe I'm a little partial to Snape because as, it's Alan Rickman. Uh, probably because <laughs> I love Alan him. Rickman is is just, like, amazing. Rest in peace. He was yes. awesome. <sighs> still but, so heart. I still cry for that. But whenever I just think about the, the logistics of Snape's obsession with Lily, I get a little <laughs> bit worried because he was... You know, thinking stalker friends with Lily. Yeah, pretty much. He turned into a stalker. That's my point. <laughs> my point is, he was a stalker and he never moved on, yeah. even after, like, and he was already on his way while being friends with Lily to the dark side. He was already friends with yeah. Death Eaters because she mentions that, look, I don't like the people that you're hanging out with. You're hanging out with these yeah. bad people. And he kind of brushes her off about it. Mm-hmm. And so even though I agree, James Potter was a complete bully to Snape. I don't see, like I feel the way like... that he bullies students whenever he's a teacher. Yeah. He is absolutely horrible. <laughs> Two students. Whenever Hermione has yeah. her teeth enlarged, he pretty much said that he he didn't see a difference, that her teeth have oh. always been that large. I'm like, oh my God, you are a dick. You are such an asshat. And I'm like, if you were bullied, yeah. don't you? I feel like he should have had more sympathy. Yeah. And some people like to explain it away and be like, well, um, if the Dark Lord looked into his mind because he was such a good legitimate, mm-hmm. then he could have seen him being nice to students. And I was like, mm, cop out. <laughs> Well, okay, I'll definitely agree. So, He's definitely not a even hero. Hero, I think that obviously his role, Harry Potter couldn't have succeeded without yeah. Snape's role. He, I mm-hmm. mean, he gave the sort of Gryffindor to Harry, yeah. and, and I also he believe fed him that information. he loved. I believe that he did love and respect Dumbledore for giving him that second chance. I totally believe Snape and Dumbledore's relationship. Like yes. I'm totally and so on board with that. that crushed him that he but, had to be the one 
to kill mm-hmm. him, you know? And so I just, I don't know. I guess I just always fall into the line. And he accepted the fact that everyone still saw him as the villain. Like, he just accepted it. And right. I, I always think okay, of the so heroes that me, have to let just, Let me ask like, you this. What do you think Snape would have done? So he did go ask Lord Voldemort to spare Lily. He did right. ask. Yes, I And remember. whenever Voldemort goes to the room Mm -hmm. he instantly kills james but then he tells lily step aside he actually gives her a chance to step aside Mm -hmm. and just kill harry and i think he was respecting snape's request just because snape was like a high right thing and i think that he was like okay fine i'll give her a chance and i think he knew that she wouldn't do it and that's why he did it but he did do it what if lily did step away weirdly and what (laughs) and let her child die yeah exactly but i'm just saying what if (laughs) lily did not die Would Snape turn? No, because Lily's not dead. So he would have been okay with James dying and Harry dying as long as Lily's alive. That's why I don't like Snape. Because I feel like he would not have turned if her husband and her child died and she was still alive. (laughs) I agree. I think it was a selfish love. And so maybe he's not a hero, but maybe an anti-hero type of character. Very anti-hero. Like the ultimate anti-hero. So he's still got the darkness in him. Like he does some good stuff, but he's not totally just... A but you're not a sucker for antiheroes. I know you are. <laughs> so I do like him to know? an extent too, and I I understand the obsession with oh Snape. Oh god, we could have an entire mini so oh, just yeah, on we Snape. totally could. Like, but what the heck? I yeah, I think he's central to HP story. But yep. I am I'm not a professed <sighs> Snape lover, and I also think it's weird that Harry I named know. his child after him. Why not Hagrid? Just saying. <laughs> I, I heart you, Snape, forever and ever. <laughs> You'll always be mine. <laughs> Which is so funny. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We had so much fun talking about this HP universe. This is yes. something that we talk about all the time. And yep. um, we're going to be doing a lot more mini-sodes on other subjects. Um, our next one is going to be about Raylo getting a little Star Warsy <laughs> because Just we're, you wait. we're fangirl, fangirl <laughs> people. Jesus, we are on all... Just wait for Raylo. Just oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be on. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed today episode. Thank you so much for listening. Yep. This goes out to all you fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.